Welcome to the Estimate Mastery Podcast, where we teach contractors how to not leave money behind in Xactimate and get paid what you're worth. Welcome back. It is episode number six over here at the Estimate Mastery Podcast. Uh, as always, it's Alina Wilson here with you, along with Josiah Hallbaugh. Go ahead and say hello, Josiah. How is everybody doing this week? I'm doing well over here, and I hope our listeners are too. So, hot topic today, and a hot topic that seems to be in our industry for probably the past, I don't know, six or eight months, people have been talking about this, maybe even more, is lump sum pricing. Why you shouldn't be using Xactimate, and you should just go ahead, write up your bid, and submit it to the insurance uh, company. Actually, I think they just give it to the homeowners what they're doing. And then you don't have to deal with Xactimate. You don't have to go back and forth with the adjuster. You hand your estimate to the uh, homeowner or maybe to the adjuster and say, this is what it costs and then walk away. And so the homeowner and the adjuster have to have the conversation. And you know what? In all honesty, and I've said this since I started the company over here, I wish I didn't have a job. I wish you guys could just show up give them an estimate and get paid because that's what should happen. You're the insurance restoration professional. You're the professional. The adjuster is not. Most adjusters, and if you're an adjuster listening to this, I hope I don't hurt your feelings, but most adjusters don't have you know, any restoration experience. They don't have those years of having to deal with all these different situations that a loss throws at us. So you're the restoration professional as the contractor. You should be able to just say, here's what it costs and be done with it. And that's what they're doing with the lump sum pricing. However, they'll hand it to the homeowner and now the homeowner has to have the adjuster discussion and the homeowner has to get paid uh, by the insurance company. And then also a lot of contractors are financing that amount. So the homeowner's on the hook for, for the financing. So it depends on how you want to run your company. If that sounds really attractive to you, try it, go out there, you do you, do you. But over here at Estimate Mastery, you know, our jam is using Xactimate and there's a reason behind it because I can now have definitions and rules that I can play by with the adjuster. And yes, it does drag out the time of, you know, maybe when you get your supplement checks and things like that, because we're not getting the big check up front from the homeowner because they're financing it. So there's some give and take here that, you know, depending on how you run your business and what's attractive to you. Maybe the lump sum pricing, you know, sounds really attractive. What are your thoughts, Josiah, on this lump sum pricing issue? Well, so the the thing that I have a problem with on on the lump sum pricing is okay. So there's there's obviously pros and cons either way, right? So you know your positives are you get paid immediately, yep. right? Like you get paid immediately. You're getting paid your full retail cost, right? Like. Um, and you're not having to deal with the insurance company. Those are all positives for a contractor. Um, and th- I can see how those would be really attractive. Um, but there's also like with any situation, there's, there's both sides of the fence that you have to consider. Right. Um, and especially if you're a smaller town contractor, right. You work in a population base of say 50,000 to a hundred thousand people. Um, I would even go up to say like the size of the city of Omaha, where I live, um, people like to talk. And um, there, there are a couple of examples just locally of contractors that have done unscrupulous things 
and everybody knows about it. Not just the industry, but even like your normal day-to-day resident knows who these people are. Now, and I'm not saying that this is unscrupulous. I'm just saying you've got to be really careful. A reputation, right? You want to look after your reputation. Okay. Absolutely. And so going into the negatives that I see with lump sum pricing is number one, you're lacking the detail when you give it to your, your homeowner. Your homeowner has no idea. Okay. So how much, are, so they're putting on 30 squares and it's $15,000. Well, how much am I paying for my individual pricing? Right. It's just like going out to, to, Target or Best Buy, and you get that receipt, and it's got all of your your list of prices that, of the things that you purchased, right? And I know a lot of homeowners really appreciate that. Xactimate provides that level of detail, right? So that's that's something to consider. Secondly, if they buy into the Dave Ramsey school of thought and not want debt, now we're financing them. They've got a uh, a loan out that's going to affect their credit history moving forward, regardless whether it be a positive or negative impact, they still have that. They're going to be paying interest that those loans don't come free. Um, So there's going to be additional money that your client is going to be paying out of their pocket for you to do the lump sum pricing. You wouldn't be footing that bill. They would be footing that bill. Thirdly, now the client, your homeowner is also going to have to be dealing with their insurance company to get that paid. Right. And that's inviting us in, in my area a lot of uh, our salesman's pitch was we have a former insurance adjuster on staff to help with the insurance process, to help guide us through, to help guide you through. And that was extremely valuable when, it, when, when they're having those conversations in home, trying to get that contract signed, right? Which is, which is the most important part. I'm sure that having those conversations with the homeowner, getting the contract signed and then saying, hey, here's your price. We're going to show up and do the work. Good luck. And walking away, I'm not sure what kind of impact that's going to have uh, on your company's reputation, and and not in an unscrupulous manner. Just this is how they do things, and some people are going to like that. Like some some homeowners are going to love that. Like to me, cool. I'll I'll fight with the insurance company. Like that's fine, but I have the knowledge to do it. Um, but you know, my next door neighbor who is 72 and retired is not going to want to have that, those same conversations. So that's, that's where I'm kind of, I get really caught up with, with the looking at the pros and cons of this entire debate. I think that having this conversation, it's a great conversation to have. Like it's all about innovation. What, what is going to help us get paid faster? What is going to help us uh, make more money? And what, what are we doing to move the industry forward as a whole? Correct. Yep. And I like, I like, when I heard the idea, I was like, oh crap, I might be out of a job. Everybody probably wants to go this way because it sounds really attractive. And that's fine. I mean, like, I'm not, I always want to do what's in best interest of the contractor. So if this is a great thing to do and it works for you, cool. I mean, it does sound like a dream machine, but what we're hearing feedback from people who have, who have tried it in certain areas, it just didn't fly well with the homeowner. They felt like they were left holding all the bag of, you know, stuff to deal with and that they were kind of abandoned by their contractors. So, I mean, if you can frame the conversation and set up expectations with the homeowners through your sales presentation, I think there's ways to overcome that. But I also think there's other tools that we can use here rather than going this route. You know, when you go to the doctor's office or you show up, you know, for an appointment and, you know, you, you see your doctor and then you leave, right? You don't have to spend the next two weeks getting the insurance company to pay your doctor. There's something called an assignment of benefits or assignment of claim 
that you can also uh, get a lot more done quickly with having some of these other tools that we can use. Now, it's different in every state, which one you can hold. Sometimes you can hold both of them, uh, but there's ways to get it so that, you know, you don't have that fight with trying to get the checks from the homeowner, trying to do all these other things that you have to do uh, if you don't have the assignment of benefit or assignment of claim. So, I mean, there's other tools we can use to kind of circumvent a lot of the stuff that we're dealing with uh, right now as far as submitting the estimate, trying to get the first check from the owner, trying to get the supplement check, trying to get the appreciation release, you know, all of that. Um, there's a lot of tools, other things that we can be doing. So I just wanted to put that out there that, you know, there's, there's other ways of doing it. Well, and I know that uh, in certain instances with certain insurance companies, you can actually send them your contract that you have signed with the homeowner and they will include you as a payee on the check. We, I used to do it with uh, the small insurance company that I worked with, I could make that decision. If I felt like the, the homeowner was um, okay with it and the I'd got the contract, it was in my file. I, so it would be the homeowner, the mortgage company, and then the contractor would all be listed as co-payees, co-payees on the check. Um, and the way that that helps out with the contractors, you know that you have to sign that check for it to be deposited. And if there isn't, that's a, that's an issue with the paying. So it's just one, there's a lot of other tools that are out there that can help you get paid. You can even write a lump sum estimate in Xactimate. It's yep. the, the customer totals report allows you to list out everything that you're putting in your Xactimate and give you that lump sum pricing at the bottom but then you also have the exactimate if in case you wanted to go back and itemize it out instead of just here's here's our price moving on you know we charge $650 a square here's our price we're moving on but it allows you to give you that the homeowner that level of detail that they might be looking for yep absolutely and i was also going to say, you know, when dealing with stability, I kind of, whenever I had that third-party estimating firm, I would kind of do the lump sum deal, but using Xactimate pricing, right? Because stability is notorious for being much, much lower uh, as far as industry and market pricing. The Xactware states that they try to be the average in the market. So their pricing seems to be, you know, more reliable in, in our experience. But what I would do is I'd write the estimate and exactimate, take their stability estimate and say, you know what, we're about $8,000 apart here. I don't want you, Mr. Adjuster, have to change the price of every single line item on your stability estimate. I wouldn't want to do it. I'm not going to make you have to go through that exercise. Let's just agree on a lump sum price of the differences. And that's how we would do that. So that I kind of use that lump sum term when I deal with uh, you know adjusters who are using stability. So it's it's an interesting definition. I kind of wanted to talk about that's how I would I would approach that situation uh, in that instance, using that terminology lump sum is, you know, where's the difference? Can you just write a check for eight grand? We call it a day, release appreciation. And it usually went over pretty well with uh, when we were encountering stability. But it's different though, right? Because I was still having the conversation with the adjuster at that point. So we throw these terms around. It's always fun to, to talk about how, you know, we use them. But in this instance, it just, it, it's interesting to to us to hear what's going on in the industry. So if you have any feedback on this and this is like your jam, you're a lump sum guy or gal out there that just loves this, we'd love to hear the the pros that you're finding that are really working for you in your business and we're not against it at all at any means like I said, I wish you could just show up estimate in hand, 
and say, this is what it costs and be done. So it's interesting with the, you know, the complexity of the financing and how is the homeowner perceiving it? All of that is just a continuing conversation we want to have around this issue. So if you'd like to share your thoughts with us, be sure to email us at info at estimatemastery.com. And we'd love to hear whatever your comments are. Do you have any final words there, Josiah? So just jumping back to stability real quick, I've I've written estimates in stability. Generally, it's about 20 to 30% less than Xactimate on average. Um, and it's yeah, also it, very a la carte too. It is so, very a la carte. Yeah, it, it was just to say though, roofing exterior items tend to be way lower. Interior, sometimes it can match or be, it just depends on the, the market, where you're at, and then what type of work is being doing. Do it is being done. And so I do want to mention that sometimes it is a little bit higher on the interior with stability. And you're like, cool, I'll just take your estimate. You know, it's whatever works for you, but sorry, go ahead. Josiah, I kind of yeah, no. there. So the, the, but that's the thing with stability is that with it's, it's a harder system to learn than Xactimate. If you can believe that because Xactimate has lumped things together, like roofing nails and uh, shingles or, uh, drywall screws and drywall mud and drywall is all lumped together and stability. That's not the case. A lot of things are all a cart. Um, and if you're not properly trained in stability, um, you can leave a lot of items out there that, that should be on your estimate. Um, and so that's really hard when you're dealing with adjusters that may not have the experience, may not know how things go together, and they're trying to write an estimate in a software system that requires you know, to know how things go together um, and what things are required to do certain aspects of the job. So that's something to take into account, too, with stability. I just wanted to touch base on that real quick. I, I know that there's a lot of questions. There's been a couple of major carriers uh, in the country that have switched from Xactimate to Symbility. Um, so we get that question a lot. So yeah. I just wanted to say something real quick about it. We do. It. We do get that question a lot. So absolutely. Thanks for joining us today for this discussion. We'd like to have a continuing kind of series maybe of talking about this issue. So again, send your thoughts to info at estimatemastery.com. And of course, you can learn more about the training we offer for contractors at estimatemastery.com and check us out on Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, and the old Instagram where we have lots of stuff going on. So thanks for joining us today. Really appreciate you being here and we'll see you in the next episode.